So my mic is hot and live now, which can only mean one thing. If their mics are hot and live now, and I just got to figure out which screen we're sending to. Is it this one? Hey, I clicked it right the first time. Perfect. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm back with my face on the screen from last week's shenanigans. Hola. Mis amigos. So, yeah, and also... Welcome to the Game One Herself, Season Two, Episode Seventeen, and I am not Team Maker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me, as always, up there is James Atkinson. How's it going, everyone? And there's no Hergerman above me this time, but no? you can see uh-uh. the other bearded person is. It's Reese's Wave, aka GM. Oh, hi. Ah, uh, yeah. As as you could all see in the chat, Hergerman was feeling a little under the weather, so we weren't going to. Uh, we weren't going to force him to go through with this, but we have Geo. Geo is obviously had wanted to come in and say a few things, and we thought, hell, why not? And we also have you, the chat. Hi, chat. You, you, it's you. It's it's you. Chat. you. Maybe not you, but you, definitely you. Yeah. You guys, you guys, you there? You there? We're right there to see us. So. We are got a couple of bits of news items tonight. Uh, we have a question which leads from a, a news item. Uh, what we've been playing, some shout-outs, talking about Extra Life, which is only going to be two weeks away. Two. Two weeks. Just count them. I know you won't. And <laughs> sort of all the other good stuff, you know, like where you can find us. But we, we'll get to that later. Yeah, don't now, worry. And by the way, the echo is just my awesome mic echoing over everybody else. That's all. If I speak in a lower register then you don't hear it. But when I go higher, you do. So I'll try and keep my register low. <laughs> so you, you, you're talking this, uh, the sultry sort of tones. I guess I'm... Well, Hergelman's not here, so somebody has to have the dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, I'm token brick guy. I can't have them. <laughs> We'd be like, hello, welcome to the late night with Spike and Tigwhippy's After Dark. We hope you all enjoy the show tonight. Ooh. So, hmm. so let us get started, shall we? And we <laughs> shall start with actually some weird news. That's, I'm not sure how many people saw this this week, but Sony are to release an indie game on Nintendo Switch. What? Yeah. They're becoming a third party publisher. Yeah, they create uh, Sony. It's their Sony. Uh, it's their audio studio that created an indie studio that now will be releasing games on the Switch. Oh. And it's called, the first game is called uh, Tiny Metal, an indie tactical battler. It's one of several upcoming games to be published by Unties. Yes, only Music Entertainment's just announced game publishing label. So, what could this mean? I mean, could this mean down the line, now that we've also got a new head of Sony, that we may be getting ties and a um, deal with between Nintendo and Sony to maybe do cross gaming. Possibly. Yeah, maybe Mario coming to the PlayStation? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Pure speculation? It seems like uh, Romeo and Juliet, where obviously the two houses are roaring, but Romeo and Juliet, the minor parts of the house, are together. And technically, anybody can make an indie game and release it on whatever platform they can, as long as it goes through the proper yeah. screenings. 
That will lead us into later tonight's question of defining what exactly is an indie game nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's really exciting news. It's just like, it, it came sort of out of nowhere. It's like, what? what? Yeah, I mean, and, uh, I'm usually looking at news everywhere. It's directly on the Eurogamer's website as well, because I saw it a couple mm. of places. I saw It's one of those things where you see it on Twitter and you think, hang on, this has got to be clickbait, right? And then you look at them underneath and go, okay. See the site and it's not, oh, no, 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 other places are saying it as well. So it's not a, you know, what Sony did next will surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, always good to fact check. <laughs> we don't have a Smith fact check tonight, do we? What? Mr. Smith's not in the chat, so this this is obviously a non-fact check show, which means we cannot be held accountable uh, for anything. anything. We yeah. When Mr. Smith is here, he will hold me accountable, but most of the time Mr. Smith agrees with me anyways, so I guess I'm always right. Yeah. So... <laughs> just, just assume he is here fact checking. You go, yeah, yes, you, you'll probably hear the podcast go, yeah. You'll fact check in, in you retrospect know, in February. In February? No, come on, it's in June of 2020. <laughs> June of 20. <laughs> oh, we're releasing it ahead of schedule. Mm. <laughs> Still ahead of critical role. Still ahead of critical role. Because <laughs> <laughs> punish to say Mario Crash Bandicoot crossover, maybe. Oof. But, but then again, again, this is something else that people got. We got on someone's case earlier today. It's like Crash Bandicoot is not owned by Sony. The reboot, the remastering, was done by Activision still. Yeah, it's, um... it wasn't Sony because they're releasing Crash Bandicoot on the Switch. Activision yeah. is pretty heavily in bed with Sony. Look at uh, look at Destiny. Yeah, Destiny COD. They 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 sort of jumped yeah, they, in like they... Microsoft last time. Yeah, they've been. Been... It's a lot. You see that a lot of the generational leaps. Like sometimes we're saying, like PS3, they're more Xbox. Now it's being more Sony. You seem to happen depending on generations. Bradman, hello. How are you? I'm speaking in a low voice, as not to overload everybody else's mic. Hopefully, you enjoy. Hello, Bradman. <laughs> you can see me this week. So, so yes. Yeah, so let shall shall we move on to the other bit of news, which is gonna cause quite. A discussion. I, I think. have a bit of news that isn't part of your bit of news that I posted earlier in the Discord, actually last Saturday. Ooh, do tell. Uh, that is, IGN has acquired Humble Bundle. Oh yes, yes. So that means don't, oh. So don't worry. That means you are going to be able to pay seven, eight, maybe nine dollars for well mediocre games. <laughs> Some of the games I got from Humble Bundle weren't exactly fantastic, though, to be fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to spend $15 to own all the Pathfinder RPG books. Like, that is a deal. (laughs) And it is going to charity, but it just, just, to me, doesn't make any sense. Um, Yeah, moving into game publishing as well, uh, which, you know, the, the big company that owns IGN is like, so how is that going to work? Are you going to be reviewing your own games? Yeah. That, at that point, it seems like, you know, you're double dipping. But a businessman is the president, so... Yeah, yeah, we all know our opinions on him. And the British Prime Minister is getting thrown out by her own party because she coughed. 
<laughs> and Spain doesn't want to be Spain anymore. So what what do we re- what do we really know? Um, funny funny fact. Uh, if you actually go to, I believe it is IGN's website. Or it's one of the major reviewers' website, and you actually look at the reviews. Uh, I saw this as an image, and this is the reason why I have no faith in most video game reviewers, especially Metacritic. Uh, the review for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is an 8.5. The review for Divinity Original Sin is a 7.5. Proceed to now go to Steam page. Uh, mostly disliked is for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Overwhelmingly yeah. positive for Divinity Original 2. <laughs> exactly, Bradman. Exactly. <laughs> it must have been. Yeah. Or, you know, Activision helped sweeten the deal. Well, then, yeah. then once again, if the fact that they're going into the video game business, since they're already in bed with the majority of the <laughs> game development companies, are we very surprised? True, true. But here's the thing, it's like, this is one thing that Jim Sterling was on about, and, you know, he goes, he hasn't seen any sort of corruption in the industry from, like, lower down into, you know, games journalist bits. So, I mean... That's not to say that it isn't happening. It's just he hasn't seen it. Yeah. So we can't really... I can't really point a finger and go, well, you know, Activision did something to help them get this bit. Because sometimes it's just people who really, really like it and have a bias, which can happen. And that's I mean, fair. Others. Yeah. It, it, that's fair. Yeah. I, I would be the first person to tell you that even given the dichotomy between the three of us right here and... um if you gave me a racing game versus giving it to Will, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to give a crap about the racing game. It's just not not the game I like. Don't care mm-hmm. for it. It's not to say that it's not good. I'm not saying that it, it can't be fun. But I'm just not a racing game kind of a guy. And I would probably lower it, give it a lower gr- review than Will does. Because and even then, that that could, because I like racing games in a way. If I don't try to be unbiased and pick it apart where it needs to be picked apart, and again, I could have a really skewed review of it because I am the other way. So we've got to try. You got to really try and find that balance, and that's one of the hardest things to do is have someone who's neutral for it, who doesn't hate them. But you know, you know, really, really isn't sort of blinkered and blinkered tunnel vision of the games either. I mean, there was a the review for South Park when that came out this week for Eurogamer. People on Facebook shat all over it because they went, "Oh, he didn't like it. He didn't like South Park. How's he doing? Why is he reviewing this? Let's not follow this anymore." And I looked at the review, and I read the review, and it's a very balanced one. Because there are some bits in South Park that he doesn't like, you know, of the actual game. Not the series, because if you actually read the, read the full review, he, there are bits like he, re, the, you know, he really liked the stick of truth. And so from that basis, he could actually check. And so to me, it was real balanced. So there was people just getting on the case for no reason. Uh, yeah, that, that's the problem. One, it's like, especially reviews, you got to take all of a grain of salt. And then two, the issue a lot of people, they, they're looking for stuff. Like people already have a pretty mindset of of something, and they want something 
to agree with them. Like, oh, this is agrees with me. See, this game is good. This is, or this is bad. I love the stick of truth as well, Braden. It was really, really good. But so, but did do we like uh, do do we like the fractured but whole? You have to wait and see because that'll be coming up later because we have been playing it. But I mean, this this sort of thing leads to the other bit of news that we have now. Um, I'm going to lightly blue touch paper here. Uh, you may have seen this week that EA have shifted course on a Star Wars game, uh, the one that Amy Henning and their team at Visceral were doing. They have stopped it from being a normal single-player game, and EA have decided to shut down Visceral Games. Because, and they say, this is a statement released from uh, EA, um, basically, they went throughout the development process. We have been testing the game's concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. The statement read, uh, it has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing the Star Wars to life. Yeah. So basically, rather than this is what it this is what from Eurogamer's bit is saying. It's like it, it implies that the game's current line, a linear story focus approach, will be jettisoned in favor of something with great mainstream appeal. And I believe what uh, James said it you said it best. It was like, was it you or was it Bean earlier? Because it's saying it, it it sounds to people like it's going to become a Star Wars Destiny. That was not me. There was Bean earlier. I, I will not take trip. credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> I just read the chat. Hello, Dougie. <laughs> so I will. Um, I am reserving judgment on this conversation. I will let everybody talk. I will let everybody else talk about the wonderful comments that we've had on Discord about this. Good comments, great comments. Then yeah, we... I will go. Mm -hmm. Then I will basically mute Will and Geo for about twenty minutes. <laughs> There hasn't, there hasn't been one of these in a while. Kim is asking what was the uh, South Park game for the original PlayStation. There was about three of them, wasn't there? The South Park Rally. It was the first person shooter one. Hmm. Francis coming. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. The blue touch paper is about to be lit. So basically, <laughs> we went on to Discord. And this is why I said yesterday during my streams that when I asked this question on there and people were itching to reply. It's like, no, no wait wait to the podcast then we'll say it and we'll discuss it it's basically a case of with changes to the ea star wars game and visceral being shut down the question of single player games has come up again so basically they seem to be going with a focus group saying oh we don't want a single player game which to me you know is a bit what 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 yeah. So the question is, do you still enjoy a good single player game or are you more focused for multiplayer? So there should be, there should be loot boxes in every game. <laughs> <laughs> Where's a roll of newspapers I can go Dougie? Bad. 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 <laughs> so yeah, so we had we had comments on there, uh, the Discord, and I uh, will read them before we let we unleash it on James. So, 
And the first one came from Tom Merritt, uh, a.k.a. Merritt5, who says, uh, I think it depends on the mood and time you have. For him, he loves getting engrossed in a really gripping single-player story, like The Last of Us, and currently he's playing The Wolverine 2. But at the same time, if I had the opinion uh, to play that story with a buddy in co-op, then I would probably choose to do that as I enjoy sharing experience and teamwork it involves. Uh, then he comes to multiplayer. Do I enjoy sitting and playing multiplayer on my own? No, he doesn't. Uh, but put him in a group like Killing Floor Fortnite with friends and he'll play it for hours and hours over and over again. Single player games for him, though, are still the backbone of buying a game. After buying Battlefront and its lack of story and just multiplayer, he got very little play out of it. Uh, Fortnite didn't bother him as much as it was free. Well, that section free until next year. Uh, but playing as a squad compared to solo for him is a huge difference in enjoyment of the game. So then he went, long old message, that was it. So he's kind of, it sounds, he's a little bit, depending on the situation for him. Um, yeah, so Bradman, I'll just switch to Bradman in the chat a second. Uh, Bradman multiplayer games are becoming the next hot thing, and more people are shifting to it. Which is a fair point. But, but. But, and I'll get to that in a minute. We move on to Mike P621. Uh, he says, I still love single player games like The Last of Us and huge open world games like Skyrim, as well as multiplayer games. Uh, it depends on how I'm feeling, though. I always tend to play through single player games at a time and have multiplayer games to turn to when I get stuck on the single player games and I'm, I'm playing. Uh, Dougie also in the chat says that he needs friends to play with multiplayer games with. And I think this is where. This seems to be where the general consensus is, rather than mm-hmm. listening to a focal group. It seems to be, yeah, multiplayer games are great. It's just, if you have no one that you know and can have a laugh with, it's not going to work. You know, you just you, they, they just get very old very quickly. Whereas mm. storyline, single-player game, you can immerse yourself in for hours and hours and hours. And if it's really good, you don't need multiplayer for it. And it also depends on the type of game. Uh, So then we move to GR Sonic, who says, there's a lot of single-player games I enjoy more than multiplayer games. And let's be honest, most of the games he bought are most single-player only. Though multiplayer games are equally fun if you are playing with friends. Uh, The talk about the death of single-player games is pretty silly, though he wonders if the one who said it uh, was actually talking about single-player games by EA that are dead. Sadly, just like Visceral Games. (laughs) <laughs> I don't accept my friend request. <laughs> oh, what is that on Xbox? <laughs> I think I've done so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll have to check that later. Now, okay. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's a weird ironic thing, though. It's a weird ironic thing, though. We're, we're talking about this with Visceral getting it. What's the big thing about Battlefront Two? The single player campaign. They're all about single player campaign that's in it. So it's kind of like this this weird thing that's happening. <laughs> We're stalking him from bumps. <laughs> so I'm interjecting between chat on Twitch and chat on the Discord. So here we go. Um, but continue. Tim Paulin. Uh, he says he's a single player person. Multiplayer is just not his thing, unless it's Rocket League, which 
yeah, it's Rocket League. Of course, that'll be <laughs> big, big thing. But so he feels as though publishers are now more focusing on the multiplayer experience and leaving single player short. Sure, there are tons of single player games out there. Like, however, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and even the Uncharted feel like uh, they are pushing more multiplayer and co-op parts of the games. And he is seeing this more and more often with publishers. He just doesn't doesn't want the great single player experiences being held back because of multiplayer. And again. Cool. It's more down to the type of game that it would be. Yep. <laughs> I heard a lot of butts on mine, but that's all I heard. <laughs> uh, so then we go to Ty Collector. Um, so it, it can depend on the game for him. Uh, the content, story are a factor for a single player game to him. Uh, as a multiplayer, that that is to be said, if it's a co-op game going through story, like Far Cry or co-op mission-based games such as Killing Floor and Payday, it can be fun with friends. Now, if you're talking about MMOs, you know, massive multiplayer online games, uh, they they have their lure that makes them fun. But for himself, he enjoys both for for solo enjoyment and multiplayer for competitive fun. Uh, and then, then we got to James just giving himself up. <laughs> and then let's have a look. <laughs> and Punisher in, you know, we've got Kimsey first. Oh, sorry. I can't, I can't forget Kiri, can she? She likes uh, Singapore personally. And then Punisher in just, just, just sweeping right in goes, I enjoy single play games a lot. <laughs> and then go back just quickly back to twitch uh dougie is saying to be honest a lot of games in the past had tagged on multiplayer as standout standard and never any good again that's a fair bit because people wanted more and more to be multiplayer and especially when the internet started that's when it started becoming tacked on mm-hmm. and but are we seeing sort of like a weird sort of difference especially with titanfall again another ea game where the first one was multiplayer based the second one more story based it seems a weird thing that's happening again it's it's almost like nowadays people still want single player bits and ea's the only people it seems that they just don't get the fact that people want that experience because it makes a complete game so then both times can enjoy it but that's that's the chats James, do you want Gio to say his opinion first? Gio, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, definitely an honest statement. It's something, I think, yeah, as you said, a question we've been seeing for a long time since, like, we've seen the multiplayer back and forth. So it's, it's still, like, it's nothing new. Um, but, yeah, definitely see some of myself. I definitely play a lot more single-player games. It's definitely something I tend to enjoy more, go more first. Multiplayer, they say, it, it does all depend. Um, especially mostly like like most people, if I'm more with friends and stuff, I, I rarely play multiplayer games on my own. Uh, but as yeah, it's interesting, you do see sometimes can't feel tacked on. A, a lot of times, it's definitely how it's done, and it's something they thought ahead of time when planning the game, or something like, oh, we need to have multiplayer so I can sell. Because there, there are a lot of games people like, that have great, rich single player uh, experiences. But people forget these also have great online, like stuff like Bloodborne has online, uh, things like the Dark Souls franchises. Um, the, the last one was I actually really enjoyed the multiplayer on that one. 
I'm like that one has multiplayer that's pretty good. Whilst I, I was never really a big fan of the Uncharted series multiplayer, I definitely enjoyed The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, and, some, uh, some, some multiplayer bits are really, really good. It's just a case of, I mean, you know, yeah, I've given to Punishers. Like, I think what punish, publishers are pushing multiplayer games on people as lots of streamers prefer multiplayer yeah. games to engage with their viewers. But here's the thing with multiplayer, with a multiplayer it's game like, on street on yeah. on Twitch, you can't you can't always talk to the chat. You yeah. can't really engage with the chat because if you take your eyes off of the game, a multiplayer game, yeah, to look at the chat, we've seen it time and time again. I mean, I've done it. I've done it yeah. where I've just gone. Yeah, especially a heavy multiplayer, like something like that's you know, we're trying to play like a battlefield or a call and then like stay focused on chat at the same time, which is definitely not an easier easy thing to do. And then <laughs> see like you, you can have the chat log, but then that takes your screen, it's gonna hurt your gameplay. Hmm. I mean even Bish Bish hello Bish, how you doing? Uh, so he's he started it with he thinks it started with COD. For him it's the first franchise he really remembers where people bought new installments purely for multiplayer. Yeah, it's definitely interesting topic, but I mean, certainly, certainly the mainstream. Yeah, so, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm definitely a person. I feel a lot of people who want that experience, and it's it, it all depends how it's done. And like I said, the publisher and how important was each fourth thought. And then I get something that like, that was for me more. Is it something like that that was thought thought up and like well done within the creation, or is it something that like a lot of people feel when it's tacked on, where something was like, okay, we need to check off a box. Like we want to get as many checkout boxes so we can sell. Yeah, that's, I feel that's the real important thing. Like, how how much was it, was it an actual thought? Whereas, okay, we we need to have this in the game. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it, is it worth it putting the game on? I mean, it, Uncharted does it really need a multiplayer? Or you could, you know, to me, yeah, yeah. the multiplayer is great, but that was more yeah. an action film that you didn't yeah. really need yeah. it for. Yeah. Um, it, and I mean, I I prefer single player a lot of the time it's because mm-hmm. you know i'm an antisocial bugger at times you know yeah. <laughs> and then you get moments like where tonight where i think oh i want to I, I want to play some rocket league i want to get further yeah. on the, the bit i mean and again rocket league yeah. is a similar, a similar thing because you want competitive bits so you can go up yeah. the ranks but with the community night you know mm. it's and this is a happy happy problem to have yeah. you get you get groups of people coming in go can we play? Can we play? And it's like, yeah. But then you can't get your competitive up because you can't rank up that way. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's, okay, a happy, yeah. it's that weird medium where, you know, most people, I would say, still want the single player experience. And it's definitely. not going to go away. Yeah, it's you definitely. Want that time to yourself. For, for like some of me. And you want to uh, rest, it? I think there's maybe like one. There are a few times where I've played a single player only game, like, damn, this, I could think of a cool online idea, but I, I do enjoy this just being single player only. And then a lot of times too, like if we start going more and more multiplayer, there are certain games, especially uh, things we're talking about, like indie games, we can lose a lot of great stuff. Like uh, I remember I was watching earlier, uh, tra- uh, they released a accolade trailer for Hellblade, and like imagine if that had like online or something, that would just like that ruin the experience. Ruin is, really is such a great like story experience, and it's something like watching like the accolade trailer where they especially they hit a lot of people. Um, uh, it was more of fans, not just like, oh, let's throw out reviewer scores and stuff. Like, there's actual fans who played the game a lot who suffer from some form of mental illness or disability who who plays. And it's like, you can see, like, 
something like that that's one of some of an indie game and then and also like you know a single player story narrative with one barely much action and say like, that's something you can tell people still want that great experience it like it all depends how it's like say how it's done and and does, does this game really need this or that yeah exactly it's yeah, and, and they also need to be priced right if it is just multiplayer. Because 50 yeah. quid for a multiplayer game, no. I just no. So now I'm going to shut up. Yep. James, okay. over to you. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm James of The Game Won't Play Itself. This is probably the longest you've gone without hearing me actually physically talk on the show. Uh, so... I will promise you a couple things here. Number one, I will not try and get that angry, but I can't help myself if I do. Number two, I will try to be as as logical as possible. And number three, I'm going to give you some insight into myself as a gamer and a player. What I am saying and what I'm going to say is all based on my own personal insights and is not the direct representation of what Tig Whippies represents as a company, as a whole, as a media outlet. This is my own personal opinion of what I have seen coming through the market and where I see everything's going. Do I have any other disclosures I need to get out, Will? No. No, no you've, you've done all bits, so it's just your opinion. Okay. And not necessarily representative of us, but I have a feeling it might be. <laughs> Okay. All right. First, I'm going to start off by by saying, God, this fucking frustrates me the hell all the way to hell and back. Number two, this is what I see. Uh, People, we have touched on it a little bit, and everybody has touched on a lot of the topics I've spoken about. But number one, we are probably going to see the death of the triple A single player game. And the reason is mainly because marketability, scaling, and profit. Because a single player game, as it stands right now, has a large team of people developing it over a long period of time. When once you've completed that game and you haven't tacked on a shitty multiplayer, a la Tomb Raider, a la Nathan Drake, Uncharted series, a la any fucking other game that you can think of, that the multiplayer isn't the basis but is there just as a monetization thing, a.k.a. also uh, The Last of Us. Who played the fucking Last of Us multiplayer? What the fuck is that shit? It's horrible. All right. The reason because if you can't scale that with loot boxes in single player, if which shoved in for no fucking reason, like orcs. Hey, you need to buy orcs for this whole multiplayer army thing that's going on at the end of a game. Hmm, that makes sense. That's totally a way to scale fucking loot boxes in this thing. Right? So the reason why, because there is no marketability, no scalability besides some downloadable DLC that you can see in like Horizon Zero Dawn, there is no real way to do that and scale a single player experience beyond what's going on. So besides some season pass, the season passes already have such a vein disgust behind them, mainly because if you look at the release of, Star- of South Park and how they went. And all of a sudden, they released a season pass and told everybody about it day one, and that got a huge backlash from the community saying, oh my god, South Park doing a season pass, what the fuck is up with this shit? Well, hey, guess what? They do things for ironical things, but also they have a game that they made that they have to pay developers that they made money for. So, seeing as this is not a marketable trend, where you can look at multiplayer games, such as Fortnite, you can look at PUBG. If PUBG had loot boxes that you could pay money for, how many people would be paying money for PUBG, PUBG loot boxes right now? It would be tons. Everybody would be doing that. It's going insane. So because it's not scalable, you're going to see AAA companies move away with them. And why EA just went and took Viacom out to pasture and shot them down with the rest of the dead body of game developing companies that they left out in the pasture, in that dead grave of people they've just assimilated into this. So going on from that, that is why we are going to see the end of AAA, and they're going to be a labor of love. 
love. And the best part is about this, there's a silver lining to this part of the segment, is that the people who have those labor of love, those smaller development companies you were looking at, people who made richer, you have the people who made, hmm, I don't know, Piranha Bytes, who have made the Gothic series, which are, may not be a questionably playable games, but the fact that they're labor of love, people have tried to go in there multiple times, those people are going to migrate away from the larger companies, make smaller indie companies, and they're going to develop their own games, and in those own games, they're going to be labor of loves and a lot better single player experience, so it, 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 where the quality of single player games is going to go up, the fact that they do not have AAA titles behind them means that there are going to be a longer release schedule between those single player games. Now, Multiplayer games are the wave of the future because, once again, they're scalable, they're marketable, and people will play the shit out of them. Look at Destiny, look at Silver. In a sense, you're paying $50 for a game and then able to pay more things for cosmetic shit because, God almighty, do I need that fucking shiny shader and that emote that lets me eat ramen. And yes, I am one of those people, and yes, I did spend $20 on Destiny 2 just so I could get that ramen emote because it is funny as shit. By the way, they have the Monty Python dance in it where he walks like a tall guy, and it is fucking hilarious, and it's totally worth it. So, multiplayer is, is the way it's going to find. Now, most of what you're going to see, instead of having it be single-player games with multi shitty multiplayer tacked on, you're going to have multiplayer games with shitty single-player tacked on. That is why I have no hope for Battlefront 2 as a game for the single-player. This is fucking ridiculous. It is going to be shit. It's going to suck. It is literally a learning experience for you on how to play this multiplayer it's going to basically be like hey look i'm the fucking rock god in the single player experience go on multiplayer get beaten to shit by riddle by kids who are on riddling all right that's what's going to fucking happen you watch because it's happened at every single call of duty the only redeeming factor is when you get together in a small little four player team playing the horde mode because guess what you don't need to have a decent skill to be able to play in horde mode you don't need to be matched up and by the way does anybody else hear about the news from activision who actually won the patent to have a monetization so that when you do matchmaking, people can pay money to rate to have higher power level ranked people play against lower ranked people. That is a monetization patent that Activision won. It's in the courts. It is a legal thing. Is it in? But the thing is, it's a year old patent. Have they released it into a game system yet? No, they haven't yet. Oh my god, where is that going to go? Is that in Destiny? Oh my god, do you want to pay money so you can beat up on noobs because that's going to make you feel better? You feel like a big strong man with your big pa big power wick dick wiking around beating the shit out of noobs because you paid. $20 extra a month. Fucking amazing, right? That's where you see this thing going. So you're going to see shitty single player, which is people are literally just barfing out the tutorial for you to be able to play the multiplayer. And that's where that's going. So there is what's going to be your single player experience thing. We're going to have beautiful, loved, developed games because CD Projekt Red and smaller indie studios are going to be coming, popping up and creating beautiful story-driven games. And in the meantime, you're going to see major series like freaking Uncharted and everything else being shoved in multiplayer just because they need to find a way to make a buck because they need to recruit their development costs because creating a triple-A title costs a ton of fucking money. Now, I am a gamer in a sense that I love playing video games. I am also an introvert by nature. The fact that I even do this freaking podcast is ama is crazy. The reason why I started doing this is because I normally play multiplayer games by myself, a la World of Warcraft, a la Destiny. And the reason why I play those games by myself is because really, I have a really trouble making friends in those games. I have a problem of reaching out and talking to people about doing anything as it as there is. As it stands, the fact that I have, I'm able to talk to you guys and talk get any of these people on the show 
at any point in time is amazing. The fact that I do not get guests on the show, Will will tell you that most of the time it's him because I'm actually afraid to reach out to other people and ask them to do something for me or even to have a conversation with them because it scares the living fuck out of me. So the whole reason why I do this show is that I can have friends to hopefully eventually play multiplayer games with me, a la Destiny that's coming out on December 24th on PC or on PC or on PlayStation if you already have it because hell, I want to play people in the raids and I at least have a group that I can play with. So that was the kind of conception of the show. And so people like me who play multiplayer games as a single-player experience because we want to experience the single-player thing. And granted, those you've seen things with multiplayer games haven't been, as with the Dungeon Finder and Raid Finder in World of Warcraft, as with normal group-to-group matchmaking. But you get that ceiling that you get crested in. In most multiplayer games, where either A, you don't get the skill, B, you're not with a clan of other go-try-hards to basically get anywhere in a God of Duty system, or three, you're just... To get to the high-end range of stuff, you need to actually have a group of friends that you know and get into. And that is where I see a problem like me, where somebody who wants to experience Destiny and all those other multiplayer games, and they really want to try hard because they are good games, and you can see where they're going with it, and you can see the trends going, hmm, single player is going out the fuck all. We gotta go on this direction, so might as well jump on the multiplayer bandwagon. Oh, crap, now I actually have to talk with people. And oh, God, even though I do this every single time, Friday nights, it still scares the shit out of me. <sighs> So, in conclusion, I am an introvert. I want to play multiplayer games with fun people, but sometimes I don't like to talk about it, and I like to hide myself in single-player games. Sip AAA single-player games are going to go by the wayside because they're either going to get crammed full of loot grants and buy me now and, oh, you need this is paywall DLC shit, or it's going to be developed long period of time over time, so we're going to see Witcher 4 probably come out by the time this podcast airs in 2020. And multiplayer is the way to go. You prepare, prepare for multiplayer games with shitty single-player. <sighs> I will now uh, take any questions. Now, I'm going to add this add to this loot box part of it, okay? Because there has been a petition gone to the government over here this week about loot boxes and the gambling aspect of it. That that could affect kids. They could, you know, make kids become gamblers, especially with the whole bit. <laughs> But yeah, so no, it's like with 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 that whole aspect. So you know, people have said for the government, so the government could step in and, and curtail loot boxes being sold in games in the UK. How fucking how how much would that change things again for the gaming industry if that happens? I'm sorry, I, I blacked out there for a minute. What are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about loot boxes. Oh, Phoenix uh, back. Phoenix Flame says, uh, "James, here's a snicker." Yeah. <laughs> Was I too talking too fast? Did everybody kind of get that? You were on the edge of too fast. You're on the yeah, edge you're of too fast. fast. I, I've I've heard faster. You're you're you're, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was that was definitely a thing. Yeah, uh so loot boxes. Yeah, they're gambling, but once again, it's been in uh what's someone different to call it? Uh counteroffensive. Counter-strike. It's been mm. in that forever. Uh I mean, it's in the the, the problem is just uh, you as a parent just need to like like anything, you just need to police your kids and don't give them your fucking credit card. 
or teach them like the, the I don't know, make it I have them do chores for loot boxes. Hey, you really want to try and get that skin? That's great. Why don't you clean the dishes and mow the lawn, and that will earn you two buys of a loot box? I mean, that's pretty much true. I still do that with my parents now. Like, oh, you you really want to get this? All right, do this, and I'll, I'll buy that for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, wait, how how often did you want to go and buy the freaking Power Rangers set? You really wanted that Power Rangers toy, and your parents made a deal with you. If you do these many chores over this period of times, then you could get the Power Rangers toy. It's that just the same with loot boxes, and even so, it's a lower investment cost. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine cents. I mean, even now at this age, yeah, that's like what I do with my, with my uh, parents all the time. Still, like, oh damn, I really want this. Can you pay this for me, and I'll do all this for you? Like, we we like negotiate something. However, are the parents prepared for we and we know the tantrums and the grumpiness will be coming when the kid who gets this loot box goes, I'm going to get this skin I want. Roll it. That's something they have to be prepared for. I have to understand. It's a beautiful life lesson. And I'm going to tell you that after my ears bleed. That new followers. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you guys for the new followers. I'm I'm very happy you did that. Uh, remember, chat, you can't complain. You voted for this. You you all said keep it the volume, and we did. Um, see, here's the thing. You said that uh, if I if I'm not corrected before I went half deaf in one ear, um, that uh, what happens with the temper tantrum where they don't get what they want? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what. Sometimes life kicks you in the balls and you try really hard for something and you don't get what you want. But that means you either, what do you do? Either get up and throw a hissy fit that you didn't get what you want or keep trying for the next time to get the loot box and try really hard to get what you want. And then eventually when you get the thing that you want, it's going to be even better. Once again, another learning lesson for children. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give this a lot of silver lining because I just shit on this thing for, like, the last ten minutes. I need to, like, get some positive karma back in. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, not, not, not a lot of teammate power. Just normal willpower. Yeah. So once again, it's 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 use it as a learning experience. If we're talking about if we're, if we're gonna be stuck with this thing, because let's be honest, we're gonna be stuck with it. It's not going anywhere. Let's at least use it to our advantage. If you even do it for yourself, you the t- the followers, you the viewers, think about that. You've had a hard day, but you've done something. You succeeded in something. You have my permission to buy yourself the ninety nine cent loot box. Who knows? You can get something you want. If not, most of the times they give you currency to buy what you want, anyways. Yes, especially I feel like now when we're you're gonna have more kids growing up with more of these like uh, like us who become becoming parents and notice that they work with stuff. They they now understand. <laughs> we yeah, cause, you know, one follow sorry. starts and they all realize they can cause pain by following more, and it just <laughs> happens. Oh god, uh, yeah, because that's. That's the issue like I've had with me. Like I still have to do a lot of times with people who who don't understand it from like non the non gaming style who try to look into us and I have to explain certain things to them. Like I have like I'm friends with like my middle lady, right? Like she sees we're friends on Facebook and stuff. So you play a lot of battling games. I'm like they're not violent ish. Like I have to like, explain to, like these stuff to her. I'm like what 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 I do as a streamer and stuff. Like she uh, get. I'm gonna make an announcement real quick, everybody. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. 
Crazy Krista 04, if you're still in there in the chat, I personally love you because you're follower 150. Oh, hey. Thank you. I love you. That rant was for you. Just specifically you. <laughs> if you missed it, don't worry. I'm pretty and sure people made clips of it. And I buy the DLC ear pack. <laughs> yeah, buy yeah, you need to buy yeah, you need to buy the DLC to uh to dim this down. <laughs> We're, we're Every, like the old school games. There's no volume. You, you have to like you have to hit add add-ons. Yeah, you, no. You go to the big white speakers that you have plugged in. And you got to turn them down. Everybody remembers those big old white gateway 2000 speakers. Oh, Everybody yeah. had them. You know, I, think you I still have them somewhere. <laughs> it's like a you play of you know of Tig Whippy. I mean, in in a sense, I mean, it, you can almost look at loot boxes as kind of, in a sense, also patron. It's 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 based on the same model. A the more the more you get it. put into it, the more you get out of it. And mm -hmm. usually, it's kind of a gamble of being maybe your question gets chosen, or maybe you get to be on a show or something like that. I'm not saying that because we have a patron, and those are some of the actual things you can get by like actually being on the show and stuff. But I'm saying it's a thing. Patreon.com slash TGWPIS. Oikibitties. <laughs> or sub. So, anyways, uh, loot boxes, going back to all that, that's where I stand. I've stated it. The bad of this is that we're not going to see too many AAA single-player games anymore. Unless the game company is specifically developed for that kind of thing. And even then, we're probably going to see great ones. You're going to see a lot better single-player games come out. I mean, in response to this, a lot of developers still have come out and actually said, oh, but look at our game. 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 Which yeah. developers are they? You're looking, the games. At, you're looking at uh, Ben for Days Gone. You are looking at... Oh, who's, who's the other... Because well, it was on Twitter. Okay, I said we had to see too because a lot of those games we've seen single player, like I said, a lot of those do have some form of, uh, you're starting to see some form of online, whether it's an actual online or something like, uh, leaderboards, like, uh, things like, you know, Bulletstorm, some that, that you still find some games that do some form of online, whether the game is still technically a single player game. Capcom with, uh, Resident Evil 7. Is not one of them, you know. Even uh, one of the games I'll talk about, what I've been playing, did that way back in PS3. Did, did something where it's like, you know, we're a single player, but like, damn, we don't want to do actual online, but oh, we can do this other like asynchronous thing. So still be a single player game with online. Punisher, yes, Square Enix will still do single player stuff. Uh, but how did they release um, the episodes for Hitman, Hitman in episodes? How many DLCs can you buy right now that is just cosmetic upgrades for the characters in Final Fantasy Fifteen? Go mm. ahead, take a look. Tell me. I'll wait. <laughs> See, here's the thing: we're also using trying to use loot boxes, not for good, um, because there is a bit that Carl Palmer, Stratham, and myself made a deal yesterday during the uh, Rocket League community stream, and it was with Master. We said to Master, okay, whatever loot boxes we earn during the yesterday to the end of November, we will give them 
to master we will trade them to master for a donation to each of our extra life bits and he agreed we originally was going to do it with the uh who you know the loot box hoover himself jd tazzy who joins us ever late on there but he couldn't do he can do it because he because he couldn't pay for pay that way so we went okay well for it to master because master does the same thing he loves the loot crates he loves getting the big cards for it yeah for the cosmetic bit for rocket league so it's like okay we don't use them we don't care about them if you wouldn't do something good for us for the bit he goes oh, i was gonna i was gonna donate anyway it's like fantastic but here's a bit for you so in that way we're using loot crates that we can't really be asked with for good to try to help kids so in that respect, you could do you could. It's another way of of a they positive. Can, they can be used for good. I, I I've never said that. And and a lot of the times, and in certain games, those loot boxes and those in in game multiplayer microtransactions are geared towards the development of the free content because that costs money and that has mm-hmm. a, usually a small development team that's working on it. So usually those microtransactions are helping develop something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they always said to me, it's always just how it's done, too. Like, some people have done a way better job at it, especially microtransactions. And then some are usually the ones you, we tend to see are people who not do it properly the way people like, and those are the ones who always get the spotlight. But I'm like, there's people who have done it properly, and they do good, and it helps, like, you know, helps the continue the development of the game. To me, though, I'm very old school with this. And I'm like, okay, if it's unless it's, like, good DLC... When I buy the game, I buy the game in one go. I don't buy the bits in, in future, the, be, the future stuff for others. The other loot crop bits, because I, I can't really care about other skins a lot of the time. And yeah, you may mm-hmm. go, but lad, you buy wrestlers, don't you? It's like, yes, it's a similar way. It's the same thing. It's just because it's just another skin on a model. So it's it's intertwined already. There, it's just a different form of that way. With loot boxes, just it just feels very dirty, you know. To say it's not, it's not always the dirtiest one. I can tell you which is the one that yeah. makes me feel the dirtiest: locking fighters and fighting games behind DLC walls. That is the worst. Killer Instinct, anyone? Street Fighter Injustice. I mean, I could list them all. Like, that's, I mean, locking skins or something else behind a paywall is But literally locking something that is going to be used in a competitive way at some point behind a paywall is just ultimate bullshit to me. That's where I draw the line. Oh, I have to buy Injustice and the Season Pass to be able to get six out of the characters? Yeah, well, that's when it, things like that just take the absolute piss. And that's the problem. Because you have to have the medium where, you, you know, you're okay. You're, you're making it worth getting them, but you can't have something in there that's behind it. It's like a play, a pay to win. You just can't do that because that will blow up in your face. Because again, if someone buys a game for fifty quid, they've bought a game for fifty quid. They, they haven't bought a game that's half finished. They've bought a game for that price. It's missing because if a you're gonna, third if, of the roster. Yeah. Or, as in the case of The Order, 1886, you're missing half the fucking game. So where was the rest of that game? Just, yeah, it's 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. But anyway, yes. If you would like to know more, rewind back about 20 minutes. <laughs> and just listen to that again. Yeah. And join the Discord, because we can talk about it a lot more there. Feel free. I'm still a little lightheaded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want us to give you a few minutes? Do you want to... No, I'm good. No, yeah, no. If, if people want to keep us here as beating this dead horse to death, I mean, mm. I'm I'm more than willing to go a few more rounds. But I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Everybody, go find a kitten video online. Go to all the all Reddit. Look at something cute. <laughs> Let's find something nice. Let, while, while we're doing here, I'm going to find a good, a happy story that we can just, talk just, about. Just a happy imagine gaming yourself story. stroking Will's beard. Stroke, yeah, stroke, stroke your metaphorical beard, because I know some of you don't have them, and I understand. All right, oh, did you get a video then, Gio? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let's let's find something. Let's find wow, something okay. Well. This, is, this is tough to find a happy good news. Um... <laughs> So do do while you while you're looking, shall we go on to what we've been playing? Sure. Ooh, Kim Kim's got some good news, so let oh. us know that while we're while we're talking while we're asking Geo, what have you been playing this week, matey? Uh, <laughs> I've been playing um I've been playing Bear Dark Series too, which I'm starting to get more I don't know, like there there's stuff that it's improved over the first one. Like, they've expanded. But at the same time, a lot of it's just kind of just been not as... I haven't been as hooked as the first one. Like, first of all, yeah, it was more linear and contained. Like, I, re- I really, like, liked what they did with the first one. With the second one, they've, like, opened it a lot more. But just... I don't know. I, I just haven't, like, you know... It is more of a different game than the first one. Well, so it's just... It hasn't... For me, personally, hasn't sucked me as much. Um, for some reason. And, um... So I'm about, so I'm continuing on with that, trying to get to the end, see see how how things go. Uh, go on. I have to clap. <laughs> Kim's news. I'm clapping. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I see. Fish sweet. If I had a <laughs> clappy mode, I would do it right now, but I don't. Is that the so you get I'm literal pressing. clapping. <laughs> And then, uh, as you know, I've been also <laughs> fucking maniac. Been trying uh, slowly progressing. I've been doing off stream. Uh, the Evil Within one, the first one. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the second one. But I've been the first one on a Kumo difficulty. So that's the hardest mode. Uh, one hit death. All uh, you have uh, late game enemies you meet early on. The enemy just looks at you and you're dead. You just, they just have to look at you and you're dead, basically. Because they're like, oh, hey, there you are. Boop. You're dead. Uh, enemies are like... Enemies and bosses are faster. So everybody runs at like three times the speed. So they have to really plan carefully. Like I said, they see like, oh, there you are. You're dead. It's, it's just pure madness. What's worse is for the most part, as long as you knew some shortcut strategies, because luckily I've played like the speed run... And stuff so, like I know some strategies to 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 being certain enemies like areas bosses. But the problem is too, there's there's a lot of times in the game remember well where you're 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 confined to a very small space. Uh, specifically, I think it was chapter six or seven, aka the burning house. So you have hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies coming in. 
while your your little guy's on the side tr- trying to defuse the bomb and so and I'm just like, and I'm just like, fuck, fuck, god damn it, open the goddamn door, open the goddamn door. Uh, there's uh, other boss fights again. Just been, you remember, uh, a certain spider person and stuff. Just pure madness. Right now, I've gone up to chapter eleven, and it's again. I there's one thing I I fucked up in one small thing just before the checkpoint. Had to restart. Have to start a chapter over. And I'm like, I'm so close to platinum, but this game is fighting me at every, like, every corner. It's like, literally, it's it's a struggle just to get to the next checkpoint. It take, there, there are chapters that's taken me nearly a week just to get through. Holy shit. We just, what the hell? Because I'm literally, like, going checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint. Just, just a struggle. <laughs> Uh, so like that, that was even uh, besides that, like, it, <laughs> uh, other two games they were playing. I said uh, one, the Dragon's Dogma Remaster, which that's one I'm gonna get more talked about. It's single player game. Uh, love that game to game. It's like that's gonna be brutally, brutally difficult, even on easy mode. That game punishes you so hard. I'm, I'm actually trying to go through on normal, but uh, <laughs> like back when I played on PS3, I had to go on easy mode just because even it just it was too hard for me even on normal. Uh, but that's a game which has a lot of things that happens to it, which which I really like. It has you know day and night cycle. They have different enemies that react differently depending uh, day or night. If you're even there's enemies depending if you're a man or woman. If you have a woman in your team, they're like, oh, oh you woman, I attack you first. Uh, so a lot of things depending on, on your, your gender, your, your your ability, the day and night enemies react differently towards you. It does have a sort of online aspect being a single player game. Which I like the way I kind of do like the way they were in senses. It's well, it's not true online. They have asynchronous online, so it's cool. You can create your own pawn, and uh, it gains it contains knowledge of all your adventures, and then people can go and rent your pawn to their game, and it contains all all that knowledge it learned, and it relays it to those people. Could I just interject here? That is the P A W N pawn, not the uh, P O. RN porn because that would be a whole pawn. different game entirely. <laughs> yes, pawn. Pawn. <laughs> like chess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what I, um one thing I like is the the pawn system pawn <laughs> in in that game because like I said it's cool, it's cool, it's cool the way like I said people can we can rent each other's uh, the uh, sort of side characters or pawns and like they they have that knowledge. To relate to each other, and it's a good way to so, so it helps you with with missions, combating enemies, uh, just anything throughout the game that you need help with. That's it. All I said, enemies, bosses are very interesting. The way you can, they have like I said, their own weak spots stuff. You can kind of uh, climb on them, kind of shadow colossus style, and then go for like the weak spots to, to attack and things. So. So that's, that's one game I've been playing. And then the other final game I've just been playing, to, uh, replaying is uh, Final Fantasy IX. So some people haven't realized that that's been re-released on PS4. Uh, I think it was the, PS, the PC port that was put over. So I've been really enjoying through that. I'm still on this too. Um, I just got to the Outer Continent. So that, that's been fun. I've uh, been you know, replaying through that and, and, and I've been enjoying myself. And I also like sort of like now... Um, 
things are slightly easier to tell. Like one, I can now know who I can actually do card battles against because it actually has a sign when you're talking to people like, oh, here you, you can uh, do play play your the card game with these people. Uh, they they added stuff like um, that you can uh, you can you can uh, turn on like a speed mode so things go super fast. You can go safe travel if you don't want to have constant random battles every two seconds. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, you can, here's a safe mode so you don't have to fight every two seconds and I should travel around the map and like look for treasure chests and stuff. That's a, that's a Final Fantasy game uh, in a nutshell, isn't it? It's a, oh no, yeah. a random encounter. Yeah. <laughs> Two things, so it's like, no, a random encounter. Yeah, I, I already turned it on unless I actually need, like, I'm actually trying to find something. But it's just like, hey, if people want it, there, there's a like, kind of a safe mode for it. Like, but like, you st- there are, it only, it only, that only stops those random encounters. Now, if there's actually an actual enemy like in the map, depending on the storyline, story you still have to fight that. So if it's like, like the treasure chest monsters, you're still going to have to fight that. If, the, if you're in kind of like a war area, people will still chase after you. So it's not going to stop every encounter, just like the random ones. Uh, then they have like uh, instant trance, uh, maximum damage. Like I said, stuff you can turn on and off. Um, they have other options, but they are permanent. So it's like if, if you turn it, it's permanent, and I think it disables trophies um, in, the, in the configuration menu. <laughs> That's the only thing, yeah, because because then they have, they have they have like three god tier options, but then it's, it's gonna it, those three god tiers will disable all trophies, which is basically like all all abilities mastered, maximum level, and I think maximum money, so you can pretty much buy everything. <laughs> so that means, yeah, you look and go. I'm like no trophies. Yeah, I saw like oh this would be awesome. Oh wait, I can't get trophies. No, no, <laughs> I'm gonna have to earn, earn these. <laughs> Gee, how comfort that's a no. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I definitely, like I said, I've been, those are well, pretty much what I've been playing, just all of that. Just like I said, freaking evil. <laughs> so that's all you've been playing, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I shall quickly say my ones, uh, because the second game I'll, I'll talk about can lead into yours, James. Yeah. Sure. Cool, uh, because the only two I'm going to talk about this week uh, is the normal stuff, uh, you know, because I've played offline like Battlegrounds, Cuphead, Forza, Fortnite, which are all good, fun games. But I did, and I did get to the third island in Cuphead, <laughs> even though that dragon boss at the end of Island 2 is a shitting arsehole <laughs> with how tough it is. But the, the two I'm going to talk about are The Fractured Butthole and Eisenwald, Blood of November. Uh, right. I think I fucked up royally on um, Eisenwald. Because I started off well, as you know, I started off fighting, I started off being able to uh, build up a little bit, you know, level up some of, the, of, of, the, of my players in my group, in my little army that I was trying to build. And then I ran out of money. Uh, so the mercenaries weren't going to get paid. So they wouldn't fight for us. And my homestead with the little farms bit and villages around it kept getting attacked and taken over and I couldn't go back and take them out for too much you know or take any of the patrols that kept nicking them from me I couldn't go and face them because I didn't have enough of an army couldn't hire anyone because there's not enough gold and when I had enough gold I don't have a castle so I can't build shit up on it and it's just for fuck's sake I it's, it's kind of like my my um my little army just imploded and just went nope Nope, this is not going to work. You're fucked. 
And I think the reason why I did it was I I tried doing too many quests before I could run. You know, I, I didn't have enough of an army built up so I could have a patrol going around my homestead, have a trader so I could buy stuff at a cheaper price. I haven't done all this stuff, so I think fundamentally I would have to restart it again. So I am not going to continue this. I'm not going to continue this on stream next week. I'm going to be playing a game called Back to Bed, which looked fun from what I've saw of it. It's like a, a isometric puzzle game. And then the other big game I'm going to be talking about is Chid Butthole from say the second South Park game. <laughs> now I've seen the I've seen something else that's upcoming that's caused a lot of outcry. Um, I haven't got that far. I've only got to about f- just about five hours in. Um, oh, the strip club after the strip club, the f- big boss battle there is where I've got up to on this. So it's spontaneous bootay out of face and defeat. Um, to me, it's so far it's disjointed. And that's a, that's the only downside. Bye, Bye Kim. Kimmy. Thank you very much for joining us as always. The patrons are yours. But yeah, it's, when from what I've played with it so far, when the comedy is there, it hits the mark for me. I I really like it. I find you know the, even the bits that make you go, oh, oh, should I be laughing at this? Oh, yes, you know that 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 that's really funny, but. Getting to there just felt, I don't know, it, it doesn't feel as smooth, could we say, as, as a sick of truth. It just doesn't, it mm. just doesn't feel as engaging, you know, the fights that are there that you have to go through, trying to get your way to different parts. It just doesn't feel right. I don't know whether it was just because that's, that's probably the tutorial I've just finished and now the story will get going. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. To me, not the game of the year for me so far. Now, this will change because I do want to play more of it. Mm-hmm. I do want to get past that. but Because Stupid here just went, oh, it's a late night lard game, isn't it? It's like I've only played two hours at least on, on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and the other stuff. Really dive into it. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I've been playing. No. James... Your opinions on South Park, please, or what have you been playing as well, matey? Uh, my opinions on South Park, uh, it's a game that I have not played, that uh, I have watched people play. Uh, they had, I think there is a quote that happens much later in the game, much around the, when the final boss fights are happening. I'm not going to say anything about it, <clears throat> but I will explain to you why I think this is. It was them commenting on one of the customers' costumes. Like, dude, that's what your costume looks like? And the guy's, well, yeah, we had a lot less time to fucking make this one. <laughs> I think that is the most telling thing about the South Park game. Mm. Um, that being said, I think it's a very good game. I think there's going to be tongue-in-cheek stuff in it. And uh, it looks funny. So that's my thoughts. What have I been playing? Um... Mm. I streamed a couple games. I streamed a couple times, actually. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where, if you look at like the past streams, which are somewhere on this page, uh, that Shadow War videos just above James's head. It's I don't know what it's called. It's like Lord of Rings, Battle for Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Orcs fight Goblin Simulator, loot boxing craziness. 
Um, I haven't. I played about three hours of the game now. I've probably only done like two story missions because I'm having way too much fun hunting down and murdering orcs captains. <laughs> captain. 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 So I'm like my like I'm trying to like murder all the captains and then do the story missions because then I don't have to worry about being ambushed by like four captains at once, which has happened. Ooh, not not good. Oh, I think I saw that once when I was on. It was like yeah. two captains. Then one one of them murdered you or something. Yeah, one of them murdered me, and they became Targface. Yes. And then we went and murdered Targface. Murdered it, him hard. One of the things I uh, have I've noticed from like Shadow of Dog, I'm not sure what they've carried it on here. Is, that, is it easy to get overwhelmed by the the amount of orcs that come at you? Yes. And yes. to the point where you can't kill them easily because I know you have to do like finishing moves on them in Shadow of Order, don't you? You don't have to do finishing moves on them this time. If you just have to spam them with enough attacks, you, they will die. No. But it's it, you can't get overwhelmed very quickly. And the thing is, too, now they have, like, base mechanics where it's like, hmm, another Far Cry type of game, where if you go, they'll actually light the alert fire, and everybody will be on alert looking for you, making it more difficult to kill the guys. Um, so, I mean, isolating and then murdering them one-on-one is the best. Uh, I don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> I, 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 don't do stealth. <laughs> come on. I, 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 my plan was to, I actually went down the wrong skill trade to start with. I didn't gain any of the combat skills. I mm. went straight for the one that lets you pick up loot, just walking <laughs> over it and not have to like wait and like actually pit, use the pickup button. Yes, there is the highest level skill in that game under the wraith tree is pick up loot without having to press a button to pick up loot. It helps save so much time. You just go on a murder spree, pick up everything. Think about that, though. <laughs> what if you don't want certain parts of loot? No, you want all the loot because you can deconstruct it down to get money, and to use that money then to buy loot boxes so you can buy orcs for your army. <laughs> so. So think about it. They literally... Some guy said, hmm... Our game is too easy if they just walk over the items and pick them up. We have to make them press a button, but then we have to make them dump five skill points into a tree to get the point where they can just pick them up when walking over them. Um, can anybody tell me when's the first time walking over an item instantly lets you pick it up showed up in a video game? Like, 1980s, probably? I'm trying to remember. I mean, you know, I have slept since then. <laughs> so, like, Meg- Mega Man? Mega Man? You walk over a health thing and you pick it up? Mario? You walk over Mario, this mushroom, yeah. you pick it up? Mm-hmm. You jump on the coin, you pick it up? You didn't have to press a button to do that. So, let's see, 80, 90, yeah, 2000, 2010. 30 years that has been a staple in gameplay. And yeah. I have to earn it. I might be nitpicking here. <laughs> but they made fucking loot boxes in a single player game. I have the right to shit on this. Damn right. Damn right. This is the whole the reason why shit. I bought the game. <laughs> like, the I spent 50 thing. bucks on this. I get to shit on it if I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I have yet to actually get to the point where loot crates matter. And I'm having fun with the game. 
Yeah, so you can stuff oh, I... from a game and still like it. That's for them, I feel like there's an issue with people like, oh, you got criticism? You must hate the game. Elix is the perfect point of that that came out earlier. It was made by the developed team Piranha Bytes that did the Gothic series. Uh, I've been watching Co Carnage play a lot of it, and what he's been saying is this is not a game that you want to go into and realize it's going to be a little buggy. Off the bat, it's going to be buggy. It's going to suck a little bit. Knowing Mm -hmm. that, going into that, the map is huge. Their combat system isn't as bad as it could be. There are some bugs, but it's a huge map. It's a beautiful map. It's very Horizon Zero Dawn-ish. And getting past those things, the story is actually relatively intriguing. I did read a review that a guy said that he knocked at the game because you couldn't customize your character. It's a single, single player game. You can't customize Geralt when you get him to start with. God forbid. Like, And he has like a voice and he's and there's a ton of dialogue and the dialogue's bad. Like, okay, but the entire game is voice acted. Yeah. Would you rather read text for a 40 to 60 hour role playing game or have it dialogued? I'd rather have a dialogue. Even That's if it's shitty. Story. And come on, we've all watched bad anime dubs. Yeah. Let's be honest. But, I mean, like, that's just one of the games I'm playing. I'm like, it's, I feel like I need to read bad. that. Li- it's not that bad. Yeah. I feel like that's just one of the games I'm so, playing too. Like, I have to like read the dialogue out so I'm like, so my stream isn't just silent. <laughs> like, yeah. just silent text. Yeah. As a streamer, it is a wonderful thing to have a game dialogue because it lets you not have to talk consistently for ten minutes straight about a certain subject. Hmm. Um. Pivoting back onto what I've been playing, uh, I have yet to get to the point in Shadow of War where loot box has become a thing. And yeah. it's it's it, for me right now. It's like I'm I'm playing chicken with a semi. I'm waiting for that moment to hit, and I'm going to see how bad it breaks me. That's the thing. I've heard it's not that bad. I've also heard that they've changed. The, they're they're planning on patching the end game of it to make it so that it just doesn't end. You can actually continuously defend your keeps and assault other keeps. So they have the developers are listening, just not to the point that where it takes the thing that makes them the money out of the game. It sounds like a very Metal Gear Solid Five bit as well. Yeah. Well, once again, it, somebody stopped giving a shit in that game, and that doesn't de- that doesn't defend the fact that he still made a shit game that was over pre- that was over budget and over time. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of blame to go over on that. Uh, besides from Shadow of War, mm. uh, I've also played a little Battle Chasers, mm. which is a uh, RPG that was relatively cheap, and I'm interested to see about streaming it for you guys. So if you're interested, let me know. Uh, and I dabbled in Warframe because apparently there was an update. Yes, I then so you can also get some stuff from. Uh... Uh, your Twitch Prime for Warframe. Which we are currently sub to Demon Star 13. Yes, which is a Prime Weapon Bundle you Ooh. can get and also. Uh, yeah, so in game loot here. Did you, get the, did you get the Prime Bundle for a uh, stick of fractured butthole? Yes, yes, I did. On, on uh, this week's Late Night Last I was Street, you know, my character was dressed as a streamer. Because <laughs> now I do have uh, Twitch Prime. 
so okay. I'll be I will I be sharing the love uh, around <laughs> for that monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. I will just monthly subscribe to random people. We're not asking you to like give us bits or shit to do that. We're just going to do that for people we like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've also played some Divinity Original Sin too. I restarted the character, and I've gotten him back to where he is story-wise, so if I if I decide to stream that again, I'm, I'm where I need to be with that. Cool, cool. And that's about all I've been playing. I also made a fancy new intro, which you saw. If you didn't see, they clipped it. People clipped it. It's a thing. <laughs> You can also watch the watch the stream like after we're done. Uh, but I, I, you unanimously, I think it went over well. I don't know that it's going to make it onto YouTube. Probably will not make it onto YouTube because of copyright claims, and I do not want to get sued by CBS. Just <laughs> what I think. Speaking of that, on YouTube, um, Lydia Ellering, Squid Gaming, she did a. South Park stream uh, last night, so Thursday night she streamed it. Her, mm. her content is blocked by Viacom. We uploaded ours today. Nothing. It's allowed. They've allowed us this. I was expecting you to hear it, to, to come up and go. Yeah, we got this blocked by uh, Viacom. I wish I were. Yeah, fuck it. This yeah. is exclusive on Twitch. But no, ours and others have gone by. So it's yeah, like the algorithm bit is Lord, really fun. Weird thing about that, that that that's actually been an issue, where where the on the reverse thing where the same YouTube has been like like there's almost similar content or like similar the YouTube guidelines where uh where it's like okay we're gonna block you but you're okay, which then which then they've then tried to justify well like oh well see their ads are technically going through us so we gotta block you but their ads. They're paying for it, and we're still getting money, so they're okay. Shall I tell oh. you my my YouTube monetization horror story of the week? Because I have one. I oh, have I one every so. week, and I try not Could to bring it on. Um, but let's let's listen to this. And this isn't this. If this doesn't get you angry, I don't know what will. There is a gentleman. He is a vet in Colorado. He has two two YouTube channels. One of which is a reviewing channel of him shooting guns at targets, reviewing guns, shooting guns, and the like. The other channel he has is he takes the monetization from the gun channel and this channel and uses it to save stray puppies, perform surgery, create videos of him performing surgery on how to save stray puppies and try and inspire other kids to become vets to save stray puppies. Guess which one channel got completely demonetized? The one about saving puppies. Your YouTube was okay with him shooting guns at targets, but saving stray puppies because there's surgery involved. Oh no, that is not good ads. Developers won't like that. Saving stray puppies. Literally an ASPCA commercial trying to inspire young kids to become vets so they too can donate their time to save stray puppies. That's, uh, that's uh, fucking crazy on YouTube. I mean, after the furore of them saying, we're going to stop monetizing 
well, for yeah. you to surf out with guns and shit, and then they do that. And they're saying, Poppies. There, there's oh. guidelines, and people can follow guidelines and still get screwed. Poppies. But we're, we're like, we're following the guidelines, we're doing what you're telling to us, and we're still getting screwed. There is a reason why YouTube hasn't failed yet, because they haven't demonetized any cat videos. If they demonetize cat videos, that done. The entire internet would run. There'd be riots. Imagine all, all the big, all the big like memes have gone famous and stuff on YouTube. Imagine all of them just demonetized. Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it. We've had enough. Right? Fuck it. Someone pays our civil man. Yeah. <laughs> Puppies. Yeah, that's fucked that's... up. <laughs> Good night, yeah. Silver. Yeah. No, yeah. So we're near the end of this server, so you can stay. Fifteen minutes tops. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that that by the by the way, um, puppies. They're awesome. You should watch Too cute. The there, there are great puppies. And here's the thing: you can either do two things to make yourself feel better about what doing this. Either you watch YouTube and you watch all the ads because you're going to support the people that you want to support by watching their ads, or add an ad blocker. Just watch YouTube with an ad blocker on the entire site. Then morally, nobody's getting any revenue from you. Yeah. Because you're blocking all the ads. And then nobody can actually watch. There you go. Oh, what? There you go. Shall we, shall we, shall we, like, you know, spread some, a little bit of nice, of nice positivity for the end of it? I got two. Want to see one? After two? The, the official the official dog of the game won't play itself is a corgi. That is oh. the official dog. It has it is written in stone. Chad approved it two weeks ago. I'll yeah. say I have, a, I have a little shih tzu right here who just turned turned to twelve last month. That's that's not quite a puppy anymore. <laughs> Yay, puppy show! Still puppy to me. That being said, if you want to actually spread some good love. Um, I'm actually going to pull something up right now that will make everybody happy. Happy. Uh, this channel right here, I'm going to put, I am posting in the chat. Uh, let me get the live version of it. This is a place in Indiana. Uh, this channel is called the Kitten Academy. I'm posting the link on YouTube. It is a 24-7 live stream of kittens in a foster home in Indiana. The key thing with these is that all of these kittens are available for adoption. Oh. So this is a 24-hour, 27-week live stream so cool. of kittens. I like that. If this doesn't make your day, because at any point in time, you can have kittens on demand, live streaming on YouTube, mm. and they're all adoptable. If, if if that is not using streaming for a positive mindset, I don't know what is. And I have found this for a long time ago. When I have a bad day, mm -hmm. I watch this because if you're watching it right now, there are literally just kittens playing. Yeah. I think real quick to Tim. I think we we've actually talked about doing that. I think a while back. But Tim wants to, he wants to, he wants a, a pub cast. He wants to watch a puppy show. There is literally a mama kitten licking a baby kitten, 
and like another one on top of sleeping on top of a kit a post mm. how could you not like there you go there's 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 the silver lining to the entire show kitten academy live stream another things we can do is give shout outs because you know shout outs to awesome people yep pretty much awesome i don't need to say more but um my ones will be kim the painter saying the pig with me she's awesome i don't know what she's planning and i'm like why you don't need to but i know saying that to her i will go for on deaf ears because she's that kind of like she will just do stuff because she's amazing speaking of that t paulin 20 he was in the chat with us he is also an amazing legend that I want to give a shout out to, who has still got the challenge of 100 followers by Extra Life, and he will double his donation to us and the band of gamers. Where is he at oh. right now? T. Pollen. Oh, where are you? 53. 53. Only he 50. needs 47. Do it. Come on. Come on, guys. We can do this. Do it. Also, want to say um, shout out to Simon Chong, who is a couple of weeks away now from leaving the shores of the UK to head to LA to take up his role as part of Bob's Burgers. You, sir, are awesome, talented. We will miss you here, but here, of course, we have the internet, so we can. So we're not really gone, which is awesome. Uh, anybody else? I think you know. Uh, the Entertain Nerds, which Carl Palmer is on. You know, I finally listened to one of their shows. It is quite cool. You know, give them a listen. After us, of course, because, you know. <laughs> They've already listened to us at this I point. Mean, you can go yeah. there now. I mean, we're just thanking you for being here. And everybody else in the chat, uh, give them a, you know, give them a. Geo for you. last minute showing up on the show. Mm-hmm. For being the third chair. Thank you, Geo. Anytime, anytime. Constantly also in chat, and we're yeah. very thankful for having you. Uh, and and like Will said, you, you the viewer, you who sat through uh, specifically an hour and 38 minutes, of which was actually pretty much on topic today because uh, Will, Will, Will was able to give me the stink eye the entire time, but also got to hear a relatively... Boisterous discussion about the problems with the AAA gaming industry and where we see these things going. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of you eventually will become a higher hierarchy marketing marketing person, be able to change the world through it. And I I hope you do. Otherwise, I'm just happy to have you here. If you've if you've followed, thank you for following. We really do appreciate it. If you if you should go out and follow everybody else who's sitting in the chat right now, the majority of them do stream. And we're just trying to build a good community, as my little rant told you about, like, about, like, now about 40 minutes ago. Uh, you may want to go back and listen to that. It was kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> Maybe kind of the reason why this part of the show is it. I'm saying, like, there was, a, there was a beginning, there was the end. The meat that was in the middle was very good. And not just meat because of me, but because of these two gentlemen right here. They started it, and they gave me just the springboard to just dive in. Um, but yes, no, thank you all. If you followed us, thank you for the follow. If you have subscribed to us either now or in the future, 
Thank you for the subscription. It really does help. If you have donated bits to us now and in the future, thank you very much. If you're a Patreon subscriber now or in the year 2020 when this audio thing is coming out, thank you. How's the weather? Is Donald Trump doing okay? Have we had hurricanes all the time yet? Has has Ireland got hit by another hurricane? Has the end of the world started yet? Because <laughs> apparently it takes up to seven years now for the end of the world to finish. Do yeah, we're, we're, we're just wondering. Half of my island finally gotten power back. <laughs> Good question. Don't don't worry. Elon Musk is on that now. You're you're. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be bigger. It's gonna be better, and he's gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. There are single flag games. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to give a shout out as well for Extra Life because uh, yeah. it's two weeks away now for Extra Life. Join us on my channel, the get you know, our team maker on Twitch.tv. Twelve hours of PC gaming, twelve hours of PS4 gaming. Please think about donating. Twenty four us... hours of lard. Yeah, twenty four hours of that beard. It's like a... that Come beard on. though. That, that beard. beard. Yeah. Because I need your help, guys. I'll need your help to not only stay awake, but for the multiplayer games that I will be playing, you can help us along and make the time just fly by. You know, and say, we wa- I want to try and make this the biggest extra live stream. How much did we, we raise done. last year? It was, ra- was it around about 280 something? More than halfway to last year's total, guys. Just saying. I can I can try and double check that. I'm also you... probably wrong. We're probably about around half, but psh, math, <laughs> math. Come on, <laughs> it's like yeah. we went to college. Come on, uh, I'm good. I've had enough. See, student can be president, and he actually is not looking that bad, all things considering. So, <laughs> but yeah, we want we yeah. want to get to five hundred dollars this year. We want to smash that, and we can with your help. And we say none of this money we see it goes straight to the charity, goes straight to the hospital, which is the Connecticut Children's Hospital. Connecticut Hartford, yep. yeah, Connecticut Children's Hospital. Connecticut. They do great work and they help sick kids. And if you don't want to do it for puppies or kittens, do it for kids. Do it for yeah. the future gamers. So yeah, November the 4th, 6am to 6am. So they might know what a single player game is like. (laughs) In the far off year of 2029, (laughs) where single player games don't exist. In the Blade Runner race land. Yes, by the way, I saw Blade Runner. Everybody should go see it. (laughs) Are we good? Sorry, should should outro music? Outro music. music. We'll say thank you very much. Follow follow myself for a lot of teams. Twitch, Twitter, and all this good stuff, and also here on the game won't play itself. Gio, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me on, say, on Twitch at Reese's Wave, or Twitter at GOCRMI. You will search Reese's Wave as well there to find me. And uh, yeah, I think Instagram, uh, Stelio, triple underscore contos. And then, yeah, that's about it. And James. I'm Tig Whippies. <laughs> Just I make it easy. I don't have an all three go. I'm just the game will play itself. <laughs> just easier to find that way. Anyways, uh, do, do, do we have a certain song we want to go out to, or do I get? The, is or is the dealer's choice this time? 
Dealer's oh. Choice, I think. Dealer's Choice? Yeah. Frankie Dubois. Thank you very much. Happy to see you. Hopefully you'll watch the rerun. If not, happy you're here. So, with that, now that I'm not going to blow your eardrums out with a song, this is probably an oldie but a goodie. Good night, all.